welcome back to our favorite oh. podcast. My name is Tessa, and I'll be co-hosting this episode with my lovely friend. Mofi, hi. How are you guys doing? Um, today's episode is going to be a bit different from our usual. We won't be sharing any highlights, but we do want to talk about important things that are happening in our country, Nigeria. So we want to hold space for that conversation um, about the current human rights abuses that are occurring in Nigeria as a result of um, a police unit called SARS, and we'll talk more about what that is later. Um, we're using this time to share information for any of you who are listening who don't know what's going on, and also to just be in community with our fellow Nigerians at home and in the diaspora, um, and to remind you that you're not alone in your anger, your rage, your hope, your disappointment, your pain, your protest was standing with you today and every day. Um, and yeah, so we're just using this podcast as a space for all of that. Mofi, it's been two weeks or almost two weeks since mm-hmm. you know the protest against this started. We know that that's not when um, all of this, all the like, uh, kind of injustices started, but the protests have, you know, recently started, at least this year's protest. Um, how are you doing? Like, how did you learn about everything? Mm-hmm. What are you feeling right now? I mean, like, they're killing Nigerians. Like, for me, it's just, like, that's, that's the point mm-hmm. where I start from. It's, like, today is October mm-hmm. 21st. Um, 2020, um, yesterday, the Nigerian government, like, ordered military folks and soldiers to fire and to kill unarmed Mm -hmm. protesters, unarmed Mm -hmm. Nigerians. For me, like, it's just... I guess in some way, like, I'm like, I, I can't even think of another point to start. Um, how did, how did this come? Like, I remember, like, the morning of the night, I think, just waking up yeah. and going on social media and seeing, um, I forget what was the first thing I saw. Um, either, like, either, like, the protest or I forget which one came first. I know the night before, I remember I had seen FK. Um, asking for like donations and seeing the donations kind of rise. So knowing that people were talking about SARS, but the next morning it was like there yeah. was a major shift, um, and and people started protesting. So that's kind of that's that's where I'm at. I am upset. Mm-hmm. I'm so livid. I I am in disbelief mm-hmm. about what's going on. At the same time, like it feels very like believable. Because on one end, it's like I could, I would never have believed that the Nigerian government would yeah. kill like mm-hmm. Nigerians mm-hmm. in this way, like like a big crowd of Nigerians. And at the same time, I'm like, we know that this country, like our government, our leaders, hate mm-hmm. us. Like they do not care about us. But nobody ever knows the extent to which your your life is not worthy. Like, you don't know until you see it play out and you're like, wow, this is how much 
this life and the life of so many hundreds and millions of Nigerians means nothing to anyone in this world except Nigerians. We are all we have. Like Like the people. We are all we have. I don't know how else to put it. It's so like, it's like when this protest started, for me, I thought the ignoring of the protest, like by the government for me was already a form of violence, right? And I thought that that was the worst that could happen. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was the worst that could yeah. happen. That they just will ignore people until they get tired. But as Mofi has mentioned, like in a very coordinated, premeditated manner, the government shot at peaceful protesters. I mean, people were sitting at Lekki Toge, linking arms, singing the Nigerian anthem, protesting for their right to just live without police brutality, for their right to life, for their right to walk freely as Nigerian citizens. The government responded by killing. At least 12, that's what we know. That number is probably much higher because there are probably so many lives that are not accounted for. It's just, it's just despicable. It's just despicable. And I'm angry. I'm sad. And I feel like it's very much a back and forth between the two. You know, like sad for all of these mm-hmm. lives lost, and just angry at how how everything is going. Like, what about this protest has led to the killing of protesters? Mm-hmm. Like, what about this should have equals murder? The answer is nothing. nothing nothing absolutely nothing it's yeah it's so my it's so mind-blowing because like like nigerians do not deserve this Mm -hmm. like nigerians like and and really like obviously nobody deserves deserves to be killed in this context like all as csa has said obviously like all people are asking for is a like right to live disband disarm dissolve SARS like the police unit Mm -hmm. that is all Nigerians were asking for not to have a good quality Mm -hmm. of life not for like constant electricity Mm -hmm. not for free education not for like free health care not for like you know clean running water in all communities (laughs) not for like what are all the not fors? Like that was not one. Like not to impeach the fucking president, mm-hmm. not to impeach the stupid ass governor. None of all of these things. We were just asking. And SARS. Period. Period. Like for me, it's just like what, and and I know I asked this already, but what about our lives? 
are not worthy to you guys and to like to the system like to to power to governments like what about black lives what about african lives are not worthy because like i i don't i do i actually don't get it i don't and and they shamelessly oh. can like show their faces. Oh. Like who are you? It's photo up after photo up after photo. Like to commit these crimes against humanity with so much impunity. Like it means that they they're not expecting to be held accountable. The Nigerian government is not expecting no. to be held accountable. I was talking to my friend the other day and she said, you know, I was saying that people, these people have to pay for their crimes. And she's like, I agree with you, but what happens when they are the ones that like need to like put out the punishment? They're the ones who need to be able to hold themselves accountable and also punish people within their own government. Like what happens then? In a government where already there's no accountability, then who is supposed to, who brings that, who brings that punishment, who brings that accountability? I always have to wait till 2023 to vote them out. Well, is that is that when things are going to change? See, like, yeah, it's it's supposed to be international bodies that mm. hold some governments mm. accountable in their mm. actions. You know, bodies like mm. the UN, uh, other bodies. Um, but we know we know the role organizations like the UN play in in Africa mm-hmm. African nations. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like they are they are complicit in this. They have roles. They have stakes. They put in money into all of this into like into the killing of black people in Africa. So it's just like. It, honestly, like your question is like on a on a grand scale, is that who is holding anybody accountable? Because all of these, like everything, all of these states, all of these institutions have been created and continue to thrive on the exploitation, on the killing, of the on the stealing, of the erasure, of 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 black lives, of black experiences, of black like of the truth. We see, like, it's so blatant. You see what's happening on the mm-hmm. African continent right now in different countries, in Congo, mm-hmm. in Namibia. You know, like, there's there's impunity, like, everywhere. Yeah. 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 And that's why these systems can exist, right? Like, mm-hmm. that's why a unit like SARS can just exist and can exist for years. Exactly. Like, I was reading... Um, a post from the Republic Journal and apparently they've existed since 92, like in the same manner, they've always mm-hmm. been violent. Like, SARS has always been violent. They've existed in the same manner yeah. since 1992. With nobody checking them, nobody mm-hmm. putting their brutality in place. It's just like these Nigerian lives are dispensable. And why not when at the end of the day, the people who are, who we elect into government, their motivations are money. Mm-hmm. How can mm-hmm. a Nigerian yeah. service be earning upwards of $2 million a year? 
This is outside of allowances. This is outside of the money that some of them steal. This is taxpayer dollars that go into these people's pockets to fund homes across the world, to fund private jets, to fund all sorts of things, and not to fund any social or any welfare programs. And then to continue to create units like SARS. And then they claim they disbanded SARS, and then all of a sudden, in less than a week, they have a new unit in place and they're training people. I couldn't actually believe that that was real news. Mm-hmm. Have you have you solved the problem though? Have you solved the problem? Yeah. Yeah. And like now thinking about it and seeing the timeline, and I don't know if we're interested in providing kind of like a, mm-hmm. a timelining of, of everything, yeah. but thinking about that moment where Jude Somolu got on a plane and went to Abuja mm-hmm. to go deliver a letter to the to the president. You know, and I don't know if anybody like if you remember like that interaction where he was just lo- already in that moment. Like for, like for me seeing him in that moment, I was like, it is a lost cause because this yeah. does not look like a leader that knows yeah. what the fuck he wants to do mm-hmm. this looks like a leader that's grand like you know grandstanding like just putting up like an, an image because like you don't need to fucking go to abuja where in 2020 it's a pandemic you I don't know, need to fly to abuja for this but okay he did that for me this is where i know like all so many other things were happening and what was captured mm-hmm. on video was just captured on video for mm-hmm. our our supposed entertainment all right but from that moment, it was clear that we were fucked. And look at where we're at right now, where the same governor, with the information he knew and the information that he had, he then put up a curfew. A curfew, he announced a curfew when? At 12, at like 12. at noon? Mm-hmm. For a 4 p.m. curfew in Lagos State, where millions of people, millions of people, on a good day, sometimes you can't even make him traffic in four hours from Lekki mm-hmm. to Kui. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, was he announced on Twitter, by the way. And, and also, it was announced on Twitter where, so I eat like, ha, like not even a quarter of the population is on Twitter. Not even how many people like how like have data to be sitting on Twitter. People are working, people are living their lives, but you announce it on Twitter. So do you really care about the people or not? Because what you're telling me, what you're showing me is different. So you announce this on Twitter, you knowing all of this information, this is how this is what you choose, this is how you choose to proceed with your people, and then you'd switch the time to 9 p.m. like so randomly and then people are sh- like and then your military they, they turn off the lights mm-hmm. they take away the cameras mm-hmm. and then you guys love content warning they take away the cameras and they start shooting mm-hmm. people and what are you like what are you still doing like where where are you in like where are you in this moment 
what is Jude Samuelo doing in his house? What is he doing in that moment? What's like, what are you doing in that moment when the military is gunning down people who live in your state? What are you doing in that moment? You are going to be held accountable and you need to be held. I don't care if he did not give the order. I don't care. In that moment, you do everything that's necessary to protect lives. Mm -hmm. And you did not. Starting by announcing Mm -hmm. such a ridiculous curfew. A curfew against what, Mofi? A curfew against what? These protests are peaceful. Because exactly. he he knew he knew he knew what the curfew the curfew was <laughs> the curfew wow he knew he knew what he was doing it was either a curfew or a state of emergency <laughs> and he did not want Lagos State to be a state of emergency and he thought he I don't know what he thought why do I why am I trying to speak like I know what he thought um but those were the options and he picked his option thinking because I'm like where is your brain you know this is not realistic so he 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 literally and I saw this on Twitter like you served us like you you put your people mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. For them to be killed. Them to be killed. So nobody cares about if like you serve this order. Nobody cares if like the Nigerian, if no governor has power over military. Nobody cares about all of that. Like that's one thing. The other thing is that like you were there. You knew. You did nothing for twelve days. Nigerians were protesting. You did absolutely nothing. You did not send aid. You did no. not send food. You did no. not like end anything. You no. did not like pre- like you did not do anything. You did not change laws. You no. were just like villainizing protesters, saying that protesters were not peaceful, saying that protesters did not have leadership. You were just lying and like I don't know what he was doing in twelve days. I have no clue. And on the day, the day that at least he could have done one thing, he let Nigerians die. And he has the audacity. That's my issue as well. He has the audacity to come on Twitter and lie and try to erase history in like in front of our eyes, like as we are watching. When people have when people had to see people die on Instagram, on Twitter. You have the audacity and then to write shit like as a father and a brother. Like, fuck you. Like, are you serious? Like, really? Oh, man. Like, yo. Like, like, like the reckoning is going to happen. Like, there's no way. There's no way in my, in my heart like that, that this, like, he, like, this universe is not like, like, I just, I just... Ha, TSA. Wow. That no one died. No one died. That's an official report. No one died. No one died. I watched somebody die 
on Instagram Live. That's one person. No one should have died. You know a scenario where no one would have died? A scenario where you left people alone to peacefully protest. That's a scenario where no one would have died. Not a scenario where the military is shooting people in the street. They come out to the streets. They come out, go to that freaking toll gate. Go where you need to be and show. Show that you're a leader. Leadership, leadership is one that cares about people because we see yeah. all these anti-black states that don't care. Like the, the, the center yeah. of anti-blackness is a la- like a disposal and a lack of mm. care about black bodies. Black and we bodies. see it mm. constantly on the continent, in states that, that, are, that are our lands, our homes. Yeah. If the protests were so ridiculous, if they are so violent, why was he involved in one of them? Why was he there taking pictures? What what would have stopped you? No. That's a government that does not care about its people. And it's very hurtful for the people who are support, like they're in place to make sure that your life is as good as it can mm-hmm. be under their leadership. So how is it that then they're also the people that are going to take your life? Mm-hmm. It does not make any sense. It does not make any sense. I do not need to be a political expert. No one needs to be to understand how this issue could have been handled. Not a single police officer has been sacked. Not a single person has resigned. None. No one has lost their jobs. None. None. How? How? They couldn't even pretend to care by just throwing somebody to take the fall for this. They could not even pretend Mm -hmm. to care. Mm -hmm. That's despicable. Where do we start? Where do we start with that? Where do you start to dismantle that? Where do you start? Because clearly they are good at lying. They cannot even lie to appease the public by, you know, just saying, Mm -hmm. okay, we we, we fired this person, we fired that person. Exactly. Wow. I'm so I'm so happy that we're able to record all of this that nobody is going to be able to tell you anything that happened or didn't happen because they saw it with their own two. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah. People are timestamping, people are keeping records. Mm-hmm. Exactly. We remember, we like remember, yeah. and, and I was reading, I think, while in Lawal's tweet today about, mm-hmm. re- like, or yesterday, someday, about remembering. Like, it's not even just mm-hmm. about forgetting, it's the fact that we're going to remember, and it's an active yeah. process. 
because yeah. what what has happened in October of 2020 in Nigeria there's no way we can forget there's no way we would no. not act like <laughs> like what no there's no forgetting it there's none there's like no forgetting it nah there's no justice no peace like that's that's what it is that's and it. like that's it these people the, all of these politicians in government they think they're going to be able to sleep at night they think mm-hmm. that it's going to be business as usual yep that's what they thought they're just going to kill people it will not be recorded they will wake up the next morning and say wow we visited the hospital we're giving care you know let's just like build a better nigeria okay like the country is already failing right like the country is always already like systems in general just don't work and what we've seen mm-hmm. with these protests is that it is because nobody cares enough for them to work. Because how is it yeah. that in 12 days or 13 days, I'm sorry if I'm not getting the numbers accurate, but in about two weeks, private citizens with no help from the government, people like fem- the, the members of Feminist Coalition, MSAS Response, the lawyers that are working pro bono, they have put together systems that are working for Nigerian citizens. Medical aid, legal aid, providing food, all with what? All with a budget that is not even a drop in the bucket of what Nigeria has mm-hmm. paid to, for its people. Mm-hmm. The country can work. We just need people in power who care enough about his citizens to make it work. Honestly, it's hard for me to, like, for me, like, I don't believe in democracy. I don't believe in leadership like this, governance like this, because at the core of the foundation of what democracy as an institution is, mm. is that it's it's on, it's it's through colonialism. How do I say that word from my language? Um, it, it came it came through those times and it's still very much built on aid from the British government on on mm. them on them investing mm. into our suffering like the police state is a state is a colonial state so like democracy and all of these institutions come like they come with this colonial state where the intention is to protect capital and to protect right. wealth Right. and property right. and we see and, and that's what we've seen that these and people went to shoot at Lekki Toge because they needed to practice they needed to protect wealth I like I, I don't see how this would be done through leadership I mean this is like whatever like it's a different conversation for a different for this time as well but mm-hmm. um like it's I, I guess it would be hard to see people that care that go into government like to mm-hmm. that going to politics for me like i'm like how mm-hmm. how would you be able to do that work truly and honestly within this system like mm-hmm. especially like democracy as we have it in africa 
democracy is not an institution for us it's not an institution we created and that's and that's what we see is is, is so flawed in many african countries there's it's just so annoying it's so so annoying <laughs> like <laughs> but yes but I, like all all at the same time like yes like yes and um because like yeah we need leaders that care like like this is the institution this is the system we need people in it that do care period however whatever institution it is through or not it can't be motivated like it can't be i don't know now it should be solely motivated by your devotion and if you're not going to be someone who's devoted to your people that comes first, then you should not be in any, uh, occupy any office. But how will we, how will devotion to the people be first when money is the number one motivating factor? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And when, and when all of these institutions are anti-black, like I think that's also mm. another like core, because mm-hmm. when you think of mm-hmm. things like stars, and and when people talk about like the reason like you know white stars are stopping people from from the like you know how in all the class cat- like categories of it all is that it's they're also stopping people for driving nice cars for looking mm-hmm. a certain way for having mm-hmm. dreads dreads that come out mm-hmm. of your hair or mm-hmm. however your hair comes out for mm-hmm. looking a certain way for owning shit isn't that like similar mm-hmm. to what we hear in the states that black mm-hmm. people are getting stopped mm-hmm. because they're driving cars or because mm-hmm. they are doing okay, whatever, yeah, like, okay. at the core, at the core, all of these are anti-Black, all of these are anti-us just existing as human beings, and, and, and there's no system that's going to work within, within this structure, and within this infrastructure. Right. Right. Like, I couldn't believe I was watching an interview of, I don't I guess he, he was a police officer or a personnel in size. And mm-hmm. this is national television. And this man is saying, like, their policy is profiling. Like, like how is that your policy? Like, he's saying, mm-hmm. I can, if I look at you, I don't think that you can drive this type of car. Then I need to search your phone. Then I need to ask you questions. How is the unit built on the policy of profiling? And then it's supposed to be up yep. to these people's supposed rational discretion. Mm-hmm. People who are armed with AK-47s. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Why are they armed? Exactly. Why are they armed? Disarm these Why people, bro. Excuse me. Busting like disarm. Why why do you need to be armed? What are you doing? Why are they armed with assault rifles? Why? It's intimidation. Policing was never a state. Yes, it was never a state that was created to protect the people. No. Never. That's why you would see somebody in a car and be like, whoa, a fancy car, this person must be. It's like, what's your deal with the car? And then why does that not bring violence? 
Yes, and like even from the you're saying, oh, okay, these people are maybe mm-hmm. committing cyber crime. Let's talk about in the Nigerian context. Yahoo boys. How does that now mm-hmm. bring how, how does that equals you killing like why do the two why are you why are you equating the two? Why are people who are fighting cyber crime on the ground in vehicles and armed with AK forty seven stopping people randomly? So it's like, just as you're saying, all of the systems as they exist in themselves are a cancer. Like, the systems as they exist need to be just dismantled. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what, reform what? That's... Reform what? Some of these things There's just no don't reforming need to exist. In this, in this. What are you reforming? No. Throw the entire thing away. Throw it away, throw it away, and that's why the hashtags are like NSARS mm. and 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 NSARS and police mm. brutality. It's an ending, not a changing of. Mm. And with the ending, it's 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 the abolishing mm. of these systems in in my politics mm. and my philosophy. Mm. It's the it's it's the it's a it's complete abolition like nothing nothing less than that because like as we see any form of policing like these people tried to lie to us in 92 and said we're going to create stars to help you with uh armed robbers and stuff like that but we like and that's the thing that yes it worked for a little bit but like from that like any form of policing is never going to keep our society more safe like like, like we need to think about like the root causes of like even if people want to talk about you know crime, yeah. not to tangent too much on this, but if people want to like talk about like say crime being like then you need to talk about the root cause yeah. of crime and solve that, yeah. not introducing a form of punishment and policing to people. That's that's not gonna get us anywhere. So, I'm bonish. I think another thing that's also really annoying me is just, okay, so a lot of this is, you know, we're getting a lot of our news from social media, like we're kind of all engaging on social media. Mm-hmm. What is it with, like, let me, I guess let me just start from saying, what is it with the censorship of that information? Like, why is it that platforms like Instagram and Facebook, mm-hmm. and I've not just noticed it with this thing that is happening, whenever people are speaking out against injustices mm-hmm. occurring in their country, it's so quick for these platforms to label them as false information. Mm-hmm. Do you know that this is how a lot of us are getting our information like you know Nigerians like this is how people are sharing information out of the country and this is how people are receiving information what is the motive what is the motive behind that it's very frustrating for me how can a Nigerian footballer go and be and talk is talking about what is going on in his country that's censored as false information claiming that it's been verified who verified it who did you reach out to to verify it? And, uh, Who and verified it? Who verified it? 
somebody sitting in an office in San Francisco who verified it? Nobody. It's a freaking bot, in my opinion. And this is like Mark Zuckerberg's. Like Mark Zuckerberg is always on the wrong side of everything. Oh like, wow. It's so like the censorship is so real. Is like, wow. And you wonder, like, you're, you know, you're like, what's the motivation behind mm. this? But it, it's just, it's all of that. It's like all of these governments, they're all, they're all doing things with themselves, you know? And if you, I don't know, there's this, there's a, there's a show on Netflix. Um, I forget what it's called, but we talked about it. One of these shows that talk about like, you know, social media and social the role dilemma. in politics. Or the Great Hack. No, that's the most recent one, right? Mm-hmm, the, anyways, the Great Hack. I think it's the Great Hack. Um, and it's just thinking about how, like, they make so, like, they, they, like, Facebook. They make so much money from censoring, like, data yes, from they, from spreading false news. You know, to to um to like I'm like blanking with words but like to continue the agenda of governments like the Nigerian government clearly all right you sorry about that we had some technical difficulties but we're going to just pick up right where we left off um, and we were talking mm. about social media um, and censoring of information that's uh, around these protests and around situations like this and how that's really harmful um and doesn't only serves you know these platforms and possibly the governments uh, that are committing these injustices against their citizens. Um, but on that note, um, I guess a platform that has been super helpful has been Twitter. You know, this has been where things people are sharing information, people are getting information, and also where people have created. Um, I think of like NSA's response, like that mm. coalition was created on Twitter. It was a group mm. of people who said, look, we want to volunteer our time. We want to volunteer our resources. How can we help? And they've now become the hub for responding to medical um, issues around the protests. Um, so, I mean, for me, I've been getting my news from Twitter. Like, it's mm-hmm. it's been a, you know, for the most part, reliable news source. And it's also nice to see people saying, like, people be able to verify news on yeah. Twitter. That yeah. no one should ever come and say it's, it's just social media or it's just mm-hmm. posting or it's just, no, these platforms are instrumental, especially in situations like this where if you are in Nigeria, mm-hmm. watching TV, reading your regular okay. newspaper, you're not going to get any of this information. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get any of this information. Um, yeah. So, um, what? I'm completely blanking. I'm so yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> no, 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 no. Twitter, like, yeah, Twitter is, is where a lot of the information is coming from. I, I just like I yeah I think about them like what if we didn't have Twitter in this moment like what would have been happening um Whoa, we would have been in the dark so much darkness like nobody would have known anything um and and you know it's it's 
now no, I'm like now I'm blanking but like seeing like a lot of fact checking happening on Twitter as well mm-hmm. which is also mm-hmm. what stressed me about it, about like the Instagram and the Facebook ch- fact checking because I'm like if you actually actually check fact your facts like this is true um but it really just makes me think about you know how how people try and like how people like situate in silence like like choose mm-hmm. the silence mm-hmm. route mm-hmm. and the implications of that like of it's that. not a joke when people say like silence is violence like mm-hmm. literally literally that if you're not saying something about this if you're not amplifying you are causing like you're you are complicit and, you, and you're contributing is what i want to say mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. the violence you are period we, like however whatever you're doing in the background like actually nobody cares because the world needs to know what's happening like people need to hear so yes. like sorry my love carry on yeah. no 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 that's that's just it i was just thinking that if people like feminist coalition if people like ensa's response and all the other individuals who are like helping in different ways if they were just like we're working behind the scenes like mm-hmm. do you know how many things have been helped by asking questions exactly. on twitter and getting information from twitter so i'm sorry like forgive me for not caring about what you're doing yeah. behind the scenes when you think that that is the only way in this day and time in the way exactly. in which these things are happening you're seeing social media as a very, very significant tool in pushing these protests forward. And you're saying, oh, I don't need to say anything on social media. I don't need to do this. I don't need to do that. If you have the capacity to, and particularly when you have a following, you need to. Like, I, for me, I think, you know, and I, I may be wrong, but I think it's a social responsibility. Mm. Like, you have that platform and you use it to amplify much less serious things. And then social exactly. media is important to you. Exactly. But when things are happening, you find people finding different ways to justify they're not saying anything. Because you want to continue to tweet about SNL or Trump or whatever other things are going on that are irrelevant. You know, you want to somehow remove yourself from all of it. Yeah. I it's just, a, yeah. For me, all of this has really shown, like, you know, when I think of, like, like Nigerians, like, you know, I think of how, like, we are, we don't exist. We exist in community. Mm. And we're a collectivist na- nation where, like, mm. what you just described, that, like, because of sharing, like, people, other people, like, tap in. Yeah. you know like that was how like if like that was how all of this money started being raised that yeah fk asked for 50k and somebody reached out to fk fk is fundraising for this person mm. 50k let me just feed people mm. and from there more people were donating donating mm. donating so what mm-hmm. what benefit is the work that you're doing in isolation when that cannot be that cannot be multiplied Multiply. and what makes you think that what you're doing is enough Oof. like that that it should not be multiplied Oof. what makes you think that you have enough like you have right. enough for a whole nation right. and that's the issue with ideas of capitalism yeah. of individualism and you see it in all of these people they're trying to protect their bank you see it in all of them beyonce whomever they're trying to protect their fucking bank talking about what they're doing in private who has mm. that helped 
Paul is there helping us. And you know that it's true. Like now that Beyonce put up that stupid ass shit, like pages are picking it up. Of You're seeing like Beyonce is blah, blah, blah. Beyonce is doing nothing, but pages are picking it up. And that's what like, your voice does. Nobody that's thinks what that what you're doing does. is going to fix this, but we're collective. No. We all, we're all, we're all contributing to this. Fuck your money, bro. Fuck that. Like I hate this so much because they think that they're doing us justice because they're like, what are you doing? Sorry, I'm, I'm getting agitated. Yeah. What? No, I, I, I feel you. You're contributing to the killings of Nigerians and you think that you are on a higher moral ground than, than the people on the fucking streets or the people that are tweeting endlessly that cause this thing to trend, that cause the, like, you know, that cause all these verifications, that cause... Ah, because yesterday you wrote a check for $25 to Amnesty International. Like, I don't stop. The audacity, our bodies are not commodities. Our bodies cannot be bought. And and like that is the message to all of them, to all these people, like to all like all the Beyonce's, all the non-Beyonce's, all the people that like put themselves in. Like our bodies cannot be bought. So doing all of these things in private is not enough for us. Let us know. Let us see what you're doing. If you say you care for us. But when it's time to use, when it's time to use, you're ready and you're the first. Like fuck that. Like like fuck it. Because like these are real people. These are real lives. Like keep your money, bro. Actually, and I love you know, I love how when it's time for things like this, that's when all of a sudden things need to be done in silence. Things need to be mm-hmm. done covertly. What about any of this is covert? What about any of this needs you to do anything in silence? So don't give me that. Don't say people should not be pressured into saying things. There isn't, you have a platform. Nobody is pressuring you. People are asking you, do you know what you're aware? You just saying, do you know what Jack just mm-hmm. tweeting answers hashtag mm-hmm. did for the movement? Mm-hmm. Do you know how many mm-hmm. more people learned about it? Do you know how many more people were able to offer resources? Exactly. As you like something you said a few minutes ago just made so much sense. What makes you think that what you are doing as an individual is enough for the nation? What makes you think that? What level of arrogance, what level mm-hmm. of just self just selfish, yeah. Selfishness or self-confidence. What, what would make mm-hmm. you think that just you is enough? And the rest of us that are galvanizing, if everybody thought that just them mm-hmm. was enough, there'll be hundreds and hundreds of people protesting out in the streets. If it was just enough, would this? Would, 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 why would we keep saying this movement should not have one single leader? Exactly. One person is not enough. One thing is not enough. We're doing this as a collective. It's a collective. It's mutual aid. Like everybody, like if one thing was enough, people, like people, different people were bringing out food. Oh, I'm bringing food. Okay, I'm doing this. You're bringing. capitalism tells people they are enough they are the holders they are the providers yeah right keep your bullshit like because of your money we're dying right be like you you you're you're, like money (sighs) okay anyway when it's time to you know go and 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 give aid and travel for unicef and see little black children and how they're so happy in their poverty, quote unquote. Does any of that want happen in silence? 
that does not happen in silence. The moment one of these celebrities steps foot in Kenya, the whole world has to know about it. Yeah. I don't even That's... care if you want to come and say, I donated $1 million to the protest. If you want to tell me exactly how much money you donated and that's something that you're going to say that's going to amplify the message, go ahead. Not all of this nonsense. Come on, man. People that come out to talk about toothbrush and toothpaste and how you should buy this teeth whitening set can't talk about the violence as occurring some in some of these people in their country of their birth. In where they're like live, they're, they're waking up and breathing. Wow. Right now. Huh. <laughs> wow. <laughs> how little must somebody else's life mean to you? That's the how thing, right? Your fucking life. How little does your life mean to you as well? Like, what has made what is making you think that your life is protected? Oh, no, my no of course, because that's the thing, right? <laughs> you have to see yourself as separate from the issue, mm-hmm. and then you also have to be desensitized to violence, like, like it or not, exactly. you're desensitized. And yeah. that is the issue, is that the violence that is inflicted upon Black bodies is so commonplace and is treated as nothing mm-hmm. that is just another thing people see. And it's like, oh, it's just another thing that's happening. Yep. And that you have to frame it as, is our brother, is our... No. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be a relative of anybody for you to care about the violence. I'm tired. I'm tired of black bodies being presented as dispensable. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What about black bodies? What about black bodies is so dispensable? What about black bodies is enough for you to keep watching on video and you can mm-hmm. just easily scroll past? Mm-hmm. What about that is 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 not enough for 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 you to say enough is enough. We can't take this anymore. It's enough. Black people are dying every fucking day in masses every single day that we're breathing and like you and and you have the audacity and that's my thing what about what makes you think your life what makes you think you're protected by this this system and people don't understand that none of these things like nothing exists in a vacuum like everything is interrelated you think you know your little life in your nice house in Ikoi is not going to be affected because you know this is probably like a problem for poor people, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're still a Nigerian citizen. You still work every day in that country. Yes, and your skin is black. Black. Remember ha. that. Remember your skin that. Is black. And if even the country that you are living in, a black nation like Nigeria, does not care about your black bodies. So where do you even think you're going to be safe? Where are you going to be safe? I mean, other countries have proven that they don't care about black lives. Yeah. You're, you're like, I, I'm reading, I'm reading Asata uh, Shakur's book right now, her autobiography. And there's a quote that she said, um, it says, we had accepted white value systems and in this case, it's talking about standards of beauty, but white value mm. systems and white standards of beauty. And at times we accepted the white man's view of ourselves. And for me, that's how I see like silence in situations like this, because mm. somewhere they've told you that this mm. is okay. 
mm. that black people can just be dying and it's okay. Mm. And as a black person, you've accepted to see you black too. You've accepted like to see black people like and, that, and you 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 can feel comfortable waking up mm. and going about your day. Mm. Really, oh gosh, like they got like they got us all fucked. Really. Mm. Anyways. Wow. Not. No, I think it's 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 a time for it's a time for reflection, man. Check yourself. Check what will allow you to see all of this going on and decide to be on the side of silence. Mm-hmm. And then when you now come out from that silence, it's not to say anything of use. It's to attack mm-hmm. people who are saying that you should not be silent. It's just not acceptable. The silence is not acceptable. Anything but that, please, is not acceptable. It's not acceptable. Not in the face of this much injustice, not in the face of this much violence. Wow. You think it's someone else's fight? It's not someone else's fight. If the country does not work for some of us, it's not, it doesn't work, it's not going to work for any of us at the end of the day. Exactly. At the end of the day, there are no protections. So, like, pick up up a piece, man. Pick up a piece and, and and, 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 and help in whatever way that you can, whatever way. There's so many ways. There's so many ways. There are people that are just sitting down and what they're doing is just chronicling everything. Like you have, anyways, I, I, I want to stop talking about these people because I yeah. think there's other things I want to talk about. Yeah. But the last thing is that you have a platform. Everybody has yeah. platforms. And these people have platforms. So even if it's just go on your stupid ass YouTube <laughs> and make a video, right. you, you can't, but... I guess yeah. like but like to 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 contrast that though there are many people in mm-hmm. Nigeria, many mm-hmm. Nigerians that are chronic, yes, that are speaking up, yes, uh, and and are you know from from some from, from October whenever from October ninth or so, like the amount of information, the amount of content mm-hmm. you know that has been put out by Nigerians is a Nigerian youth is just impressive to it's me. so impressive that was the word i was going to use it's so impressive people are like just picking pieces where they feel that they i mean you know there was i saw a video someone created a video on how to teach people how to donate via bitcoin yeah. you know because that's how feminist coalition is getting their donations because the nigerian mm-hmm. government keeps restricting um bank accounts or funds that have anything to do with the protest yeah so much information people are writing in these times people are making videos people are like using instagram reels to put together taking Mm -hmm. pictures that's also something that's also part of the resistance like it's been so amazing to see man i just like since i wake up and i'm like oh what has the like you know what has the agazine chronicled today like Mm -hmm. republic journal like there's so the many Coco, people. The Coco. Um, yeah, many folks. There's the Fem mm-hmm. Mag as mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. There's like Vincent Desmond, who's right, like he writes for like many folks. 
Yes. Um, you just want to ask this, advice, actually. Advice, so. yeah. <laughs> uh, who else? Who else? Let's see here. We have a list. We have a list. Oh, Salem King, who I just, you know, mm-hmm. have found now. You know, he's also a really great resource. Um, Native Mag, like all these independent magazines yes. in Nigeria. Yeah. So proud of them. They're like, this mm-hmm. is this is what's going on, and this is how this is, we're going to report it. And we're going to report it responsibly. Yeah, that's why I love. It's <laughs> like we've we've lived we've lived like we've lived in a state where, you know, as shitty as this, I mean, a lot of things are controlled by individuals, right? Mm-hmm. But that's mm-hmm. like that's where we're seeing like this like really thrive because yeah. our. our our like our government owned or even other independently owned um corporations are doing nothing and you're seeing all of these folks young folks saying Mm -hmm. you know in this time as history is happening we are recording yeah i've seen so many forms of recording even happening like on twitter Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. you know there's like fact checks uh Mm -hmm. like handles that people that i went to yeah for i guess this part is wrong (laughs) and everything just like you know i don't know if in others but like in my brain everything is all like jumping like there's like (laughs) all the things so excuse us if you're yeah um there's like like there's call centers there's like yes. you know there's so there's much. a whole helpline set up people are volunteering and let's you know people are not being paid for these positions people are mm-hmm. volunteering like all of the lawyers are helping are helping more um her handle is more mm-hmm. tedious on i think on twitter okay. constantly talking about how the lawyers mm-hmm. are doing pro bono work driving long distances just to go and stand in the rain and get people out and get protesters built out of jail i mean people are working they are yeah. working and it's the most that in itself sometimes wants to make me cry because i'm just like mm-hmm. this is beautiful to see we're yes. helping each other in the we're midst of this all I think about like the importance of just chronicling or like emphasizing what mm-hmm. like in the midst of all of the trauma, all of the hurts, what like black joy looks like mm-hmm. and the importance mm-hmm. of joy in all of mm-hmm. this and it's stuff like this. It's mm-hmm. like it's it's not like joy always in the sense of like things outside of what yeah, happening. what's happening. Mm-hmm. But to see like to see the infrastructures to see like the transparency mm-hmm. to see like the mutual aid mm-hmm. and care for me what has been at the core of NSAR's organizing is care yep like like yep. Nigeria I mean but like like there has been care for people that has been the intention that has yep. been the purpose and you see from all of the new in like all of the initiatives that are popping up is responding to caring yep and I'm just, I'm in awe. I'm like, in, like I'm just impressed. Like mm-hmm. I, I'm just like the power that we hold as mm-hmm. black people. Mm-hmm. You know, as Nigerians, as Africans. Like for me, is just like is is immeasurable. But that yeah. just shows how much like we're holding. Like how much we're like holding on to like survival yeah. and you know in countries like nigeria where like the youth make up like most of the population, most of the it's, population. Like, it's, a, it's a dying population it's a dying mm. like you know use of skills because no one like 
our leaders are fucking that up. Anyways, <laughs> y'all know my brain goes off on tangents, but all of this to say that just seeing the organizing that has come out of this, yeah. Yeah, has just blown my mind. Like it's something I want to study. Like I want yeah. to read an analysis. Yeah, of everything that has happened in this. And it should be so talked far. about. It should be talked about. Like let these things not be erased because we're already seeing, and yeah, again we've talked about this briefly, but we're already seeing that erasure of info. That like mm-hmm. if this, if our social media and all of our independent chronicling was not available, like the government would just paint a story that benefits them um exactly. but yeah as as you've said about like just people helping each other it's just like you know someone who tweets oh we are stranded here at this mm-hmm. or this person has been arrested and before you know it someone has responded to the tweets we are on it like let's mm-hmm. go and help who can assist who can get there now and people are responsive people are helpful that's what we need that's what we need unfortunately we are all we have but we're going to mm-hmm. do as much as we can for each other whatever that looks like whatever that looks like it's put yourself aside put yourself aside it's just bigger than one person it's bigger than I don't know your day job or whatever like it's bigger than all of it yeah 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 okay I I guess like let's it seems like in a, a, a semi good segue to also just talk about like from I guess thinking about some of the core like it, it's important to also like I guess highlight the people that have not wow my brain is now like losing thoughts but I was thinking about the core of what this organizing has looked like and for mm-hmm. me it's also because it's been like women led mm-hmm, you know when one. I see women lead. <laughs> it's like for me that's where a lot of the awe like comes from yes like wow yes you know um we lead intelligently really and truly that's that's really what it's about yeah you know yeah so so there's 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 that it's sorry it's uh Um, <laughs> yeah yeah anyways um, yeah it's women led um, as well as like for me like at, like at the beginning of it all like it was accessible as well mm-hmm. I think it's still accessible in many ways because mm-hmm. it's like it's not it's not led by anyone not by anyone it's, yeah it's it's everybody that's protesting you know jump like, in it's, it's mm-hmm. people that are part of it and it's accessible and, and for me at the core of it all is that it has to be intersectional yeah you know like it cannot like organizing movements like we cannot organize for a select few nope nope and you know that has been one of one of the pieces I think now we're in a different we're in a different spot in mm-hmm. this where like the the feelings right now are, are different I think I think in a way it's almost shifted to like grieving and yeah. different forms of anger yeah. Yeah. you know and focus yeah um and, and fear in, in in other ways as well mm-hmm. um at the same time like I was like 
if like if your movement is not intersectional, if whatever you're fighting for is not intersectional, and what that looks like as intersectional is also centering the safety, the experiences, the well-being, and and the um, liberation of queer folks, mm-hmm. then I don't know. Like I don't know to what extent this is. Like as as you kind of mentioned earlier, sometimes in podcasts, that like if you're not fighting for every like for everybody, then like it's it's not it's not true freedom. No, it's not. It's not. It right? will never be because you can't stand for injustice and not stand for it across board. Like it just it doesn't make sense. You can say that that's what you're doing, but it's just not. See, it's not. It's not all. In, it's not intersectional. It's not all encompassing. It's you can't do it. And that's what has been powerful is seeing like queer Nigerians like show up, mm-hmm. come out to the streets, mm-hmm. protest for mm-hmm. fucking life, mm-hmm. protest with like if like a, like people that that hate their existence. Yeah. yeah, you know, for the same thing, fighting for for right to exist, right to be, mm-hmm. how. Mm. right to love however mm. you choose to love mm. you know right to just exist freely yeah and and just seeing again like and for me like true like organizing activism that is queer centers care and yeah. like seeing how much people have cared for one another you know, queer folks showing up for Amara and other mm-hmm. people that have been harassed mm-hmm. on the streets when mm-hmm. Nigerians kept quiet, again mm-hmm. about silence, mm-hmm. you know, but communities show up for one another. And for me, that has also just been like a major highlight, a major yeah. like source of like pain, really. And also like seeing the joys in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or seeing, anyways, yeah yeah it's just yeah just wanted to mention that because mm-hmm. I think that's important as 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 we keep going as people keep organizing and fighting and and dissenting is that truly and truly you know all forms of oppression are connected mm-hmm. exactly and if you're going to if you're yeah, I'll just leave it at that. I think like people need to like think about think about uh think about all of the all of this connected. Yeah. No, they are they are the forms of oppression exist at different intersections, man. You can't you can't try to I keep using this word vacuum, but I guess you can't try to fight it as a standalone, right? The ex- oppression exists at the intersection of gender, at the intersection of of race, at the in- like it's all these things. You can't pull them apart. So if you if you're going to you know fight for the rights of every single Nigerian, then you have to understand that that includes every single Nigerian. That includes queer Nigerians. That includes you know, includes everybody, and anything anything short of that is is just not enough. It's just not enough. Mm-hmm. It's not enough. All right. So I wanted to use uh, this time uh, to just take a moment or a minute to remember the lives of people who have been um, 
killed by mm. um, the Nigerian police, the Nigerian military, the Nigerian government. Um, and just, yeah, just pay our respects. Um, recently, I, I think it was today, um, we lost OK Obi and Naduze, um, and he was the most like recently reported victim. Um, emphasizing reported because I believe there's a lot that's going on that we don't get to hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is for him and for yeah. all of the Nigerian citizens, known and unknown, who whose lives have been brutally taken um, from them. Um, can I can I read their names? So yes, I, I, this is from Feminist uh, Coalition mm-hmm. Instagram, and there's some names. Um, so I'm just going to say out all their names in, in this time. Mm. Um, so this is for uh, Jimo Isaac, Bleak, Ayamide Taiwo, Peter Ofram, Chika Ibeku, Chibweke Anams, Ifama Abugu, Christian Onubo, Emmanuel Igbo, Victor Mad Madwamago, Chidi Odinwawa, wow. Stephen Stephen Agbayim, Tony Oruama, Tiamil Kazim, Musab Samani, Kolade Johnson, Onovo Matthew. Chinedu Ani, Precious Odua, Richard Gora, Chijoke Iluanya, Linda Igwetu, Daniel Tala, Harry Ataria, Johnson Nameka, Femi Bilo, Chima Ikwan, Ikunado, God gift Ikirite Gabriel Owoicho Tina Izekwe Tony Zita Mode Bayo Awoshika Daniel Adewi Chukemika Matthew Chika Ibeku Azwa Mark Madrego, Rinji Bala Uziel, Joseph Edinoje Ubeni, Anita Akapsen, Chibuke Daniel, Ikeaguchi, Ifai Ozo, Chinedu Menuru. Justina Arebu, Anthony Wokike, Paulinas Obona, Ikena, Ikena Isaac Meze, Emeka Ojinze, Adimola Moshud, Ismaila Anila, Miracle Joy, Sunday. Remember their names, mm. say their names, 
mm. every single one of their names and all the names mm. that we don't know, all the names yeah. that we wouldn't know, every single soul. Thank you for doing that. Um, these are not just names. These are not just hashtags. Mm-hmm. This is not. These are people. Every single one of those names represents a person. Mm-hmm. And they did not deserve to die. No. Not at all. Well, oh, um, I don't know if you have anything else to add. Um, if you want to say anything else before I wrap up, before we wrap up, mm-hmm. um, I'm not sure if you wanted to talk about like the, the call to action piece. Yeah, that's the that's what I was gonna do to wrap up. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, I have nothing else to add. I think that we've we've talked extensively. I think, you know, we started the we started the episode with situating it in in today, which is Wednesday, October twenty first, and mm-hmm. it's the fact that people are being massacred, people are being killed, and mm-hmm. at the end of the day, at the core of it all, it's people. So we've had this mm-hmm. whole conversation. It's people. And it's lives that matter, mm. that matter, that do matter. Black lives that matter. So that's that's mm. all I have to say. Everybody has, you know, a right to protest, a right to live freely, mm. mm. a right to exist, a right to demand justice. Mm. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so yeah, yeah. And yeah, to add to Mofi's point, if it has not been clear already, our stance is to get rid, completely demolish any kind of unit Mm -hmm. that exists in any way that is similar to SARS, SWAT, Mm -hmm. or forms of oppression. Like, Mm -hmm. we don't want any of it. Start to respect your citizens as citizens care about them as people mm-hmm. treat them as such you don't have any right you don't have any right to take their lives you just you just don't um so if you're listening to this um and you're wondering how you can help um amplify the message on mm-hmm. social media wherever you find yourself is that twitter is that your medium account is it mm-hmm. instagram wherever it is you know find the NSAS hashtag find people who are doing the work mm-hmm. feminist co you know look for fk look for jola look for yagazi like we'll leave people's names in the show notes we'll leave the names of organizations mm-hmm. that are already doing work amplify their message share what you know what can be shared mm-hmm. and donate to the protest you know feminist Co is very reliable they're sharing exactly how they're spending each naira th- that gets into their account so they're a very reliable place to donate to we'll also leave their link below um and just continue to speak out against injustice wherever you find yourself man like 
Yeah. What are we here for if it's not to be able to protect our communities and to live freely in our communities? Then, like, why are we here? Why are we here if we can't love each other and we can't be safe? Um, yeah. Yeah, so, definitely. I, the other thing I just want to add quickly is that I don't know how many non-Nigerian folks listen to this, but somebody had mm-hmm. asked me, like, you know, is this, like, I, like, you know, if a push has happened, I don't know if I'll go, but, like, like the points that Tessa was making about amplifying, like, everybody needs to amplify. Like, this is not just, like, a thing that Nigerians need to amplify. So mm-hmm. everybody needs to get on hashtagging mm-hmm. and stars like that is mm-hmm. that is what we're calling for i think as well mm-hmm. as like when you're following like look into you know the request that the nigerians are the nigerians are asking for that is mm-hmm. also online um as Tessa said donate and we'll put stuff in in the show notes i i think like there's feminist co there's also like safe house which i want to plug that it's it's a it's a it's a temporary housing for queer folks um, that were protesting, okay. but then now they're also providing house, housing for queer folks that even through the protesting, okay. they have been outed to their families. A lot of people are getting kicked kicked out of their houses, things like that. So we can link that as well. Um, and yeah, I think that's 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 what we know for now. Um, yeah. And 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 I think another thing is is demanding answers. We 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 deserve to have answers. We deserve mm-hmm. to know. Who ordered this to happen to Nigerians? Mm. Who asked the CCTV mm. to be taken off? Who turned mm. off the lights? Who is responsible? We need, like, people are going to be accountable for this. We need answers. We're not going to take non-answers as, as the result of this. So in addition mm-hmm. to all of the amplifying, is also calling out the Nigerian government, the Lagos mm-hmm. State government mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Exactly. Um, yeah, and I think, let me not say, well, yeah, I think this is our last episode for a bit, Mm -hmm. right? Yes. So we're just taking a brief hiatus for the month of November, um, and we'll be back in December, um, just letting you guys know, but, you know, listen to this episode, share it with people who don't have information Mm -hmm. or who, you know, you think will appreciate listening to this or having a place to yeah. um you know share whatever they're they're feeling um mm-hmm. and yeah we will oh i guess social media yes yes you can find us on twitter we are at our faith pods um honestly just go on twitter and hashtag nsars that's what we yes. want you to be doing please that's what we're asking for yeah you can find me i'm on miss bad Mas. tiesa is at t-i-i-e-s-d um mm-hmm. guys this is the moment so please go out please treat nsars please stay safe and you know just we're all we're all we're all like our hearts are and we're all we're all here. I don't even know what else to say, but the motive is answers and that's it. So Yep. Yep. All right. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>